You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, friends. How's it going? It is uh, Wednesday where you are. Um, I, uh, I've had a good morning. It started late. I hope you're good, by the way. I hope you're all real good. A lot of you write to me and tell me that you listen daily and that means so much to me. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like we truly, uh, I'm talking to some friends. I had to reprimand one guy this morning, to be honest. I know you're listening. He writes me like paragraphs every day, or like, at least that's what he wrote to me this morning. I like woke up to like just paragraphs of text and it's so, it's all so nice and like thoughtful and honestly, like a discussion I would like to have but it's just, I can't do that much reading in the morning. And I get it from like, you know, a lot of people a day. And so I can't really get through. It's like reading, I don't know, like I can't read 10,000 words a day of of DMs. So if you want to reach me, the best way is through my Instagram DMs. Um, And it's to keep it like to a block of text or shorter. If it turns into a rectangle where one the, the, the tall end, it starts to look like a building of text, we're gonna have a problem. A small schoolhouse of text is fine. And I'll either like it or I'll write something back. It's all dependent on my mood. It has nothing to do with you. Please never take it personally. Um, what else can I tell you? I'm nervous today because I am doing a live show tonight. My first live show since, um, you know, I've done zoom shows, but my first like in-person club show. And I honestly, you guys feel like it's, uh, it's so weird because I feel like it's like when I first started stand up because in 2003 to five, I used to like get nervous before I'd go on stage. Cause I was only going on stage like once every couple months. So this nervousness would build up again. As soon as I get some momentum, I'd be fine, but I can't believe I've been doing this for 17 years and I'm feeling like, I don't, I don't think I'm good. I've been listening to stand up this morning, like other people stand up to be like, what is stand up? And that is exactly what I did in 2003 to, to six is I would listen to other people stand up so I would just learn how to do stand-up, which is still the advice I give to anyone who wants to begin stand-up is like, like listen to stand-up, listen to a ton of stand-up and study the people you love and try to emulate them in whatever way you can. I mean, like don't steal from them, but like just get your mind thinking in a way that is that rhythm or like I was listening to Mulaney this morning because I was like, I just need to, honestly, I just wanted to kind of make myself feel bad because whenever I want to feel bad, I just watch someone like Mulaney who's just like, uh, you know, one of the best writers, in my opinion, um, in stand-up, just like writes a joke to death. He's up there with Gary Goleman. Um, God, who else? Like some of my, that just dissect a joke to the point where you're just like, fuck, you did everything. Joe List is really good at that. Mark Normand. Um, yeah, so anyway, I was listening to Mulaney and it, it, it instantly made me feel like, God, stand-up is so good and there's and I was like almost coming up with ways I would do his joke I, I don't mean to say that I would like steal his joke but I was like oh I probably would have gone in this direction and it made me realize like I always just put these guys on a such a pedestal where I'm like I'll never be as good as them but it's like oh I could tackle a similar topic and do something different like I'm different than Mulaney I don't need to be him and I think it was like a mixture of how I used to view myself against comedians which is like I'll never be them like I just remember being like I'll never be that good it's never gonna happen for me and the truth is I won't ever be like Mulaney. I won't ever be like Chappelle. I won't ever be like Patrice O'Neill, the, the people who I think are like 
the best, right? I'll never be like Rachel Feinstein. And it bums me out sometimes, but it's also like, they'll never be like me. I have things to offer, places to go that, you know, uh, but anyway, what I'm saying is that it was interesting to have this like technique I used to use back in the day to like unearth itself unexpectedly this morning because I needed to prepare. And I was like, do I go and listen to an old set, which I have every single set I've ever done on my phone. And I was like, no, I'm just like too scared to listen to myself. I mean, literally it's the last thing I would ever want to do. I was like going to clean my bathroom before I listen to myself. And I probably will, but I have to go back and listen to an old set from right before COVID because I truly don't remember what I was doing. And I don't take really good notes of my material like in my phone. So I don't have a lot in writing. So I have to go back and listen. It's just fucking anyway, the materials pouring out of me today. I just meditated and like thought of a couple bits and that's how it happens is I get under pressure. And then that's when I start writing, but it does not happen until the 11th hour. I've never really understood that phrase. I think it's like, it doesn't, for me, it's like, it doesn't happen until the like 23rd hour because I feel like it's in the day you're waiting to the last hour like the 24th no the 23rd the tw- I would cut it down to like seconds almost I like I get to work the last second you can some of my best jokes and I'm not joking you why would I why would I joke about this uh, that was a dumb thing to say but <laughs> my best jokes have all been written under the gun um I have a friend hold a gun to my head Honestly, I should try that. And I bet I would come up with like the best jokes. I've always written them on the driving to gigs. Sometimes I write while I'm walking to stage. And now it's gotten to the point where I write on stage. That's how much I procrastinate. So if you think you procrastinate, let me tell you, it doesn't compare to what I do. And that makes me feel better because I know so many people think they procrastinate. And I didn't know that so many people felt that way. But the truth is, so many people do. Um, Noah, how much time do I have? Because I do see that Andrew is uh, ready to go, but we'll go to break before we get to him. So that's all I want to say. I, I want to talk to Andrew about material, if he, re- if he can remind me of any of my material, which is a, an awkward thing to ask of your friends because then you realize that no one really listens to each other. And, and if he asked me the same thing, I'd say, I don't, I, the one where you hump the thing. <laughs> and he would say the one where you like swallow cum or do something with cum and I'd be like, touche. What um, about North Korea? What the what about North Korea? <laughs> do I have a reference to North no. Korea? No, I'm just saying like we should start doing that though. Um on the road as a I know we've talked about it before, but uh comics used to do that where they give each other a word that they have to say during the show and it almost forces them to write. We should do that sometime. Um I watched Andrew's speed date last night. That was, or yeah, that was last night. That was fun. Um, I have these shows tonight. I have a show tonight, show tomorrow. Um, my dad, we, I actually also. Are we live I'm, right now? Yeah, we're live right now. Oh, okay. Sorry. But I haven't brought you in yet. So, so that's, uh, so I'm excited to talk to Andrew about all of this stuff and get his perspective because I also just, I need someone to just like remind me that this isn't a big deal because truly no offense to anyone who's going to the show tonight. It's not a big deal. I know you spend a lot of money and I'm going to give you a good show. And we're going to have a good experience, but nothing, this isn't going to affect my career no matter what, unless someone tapes me and I say something accidentally racist, that could actually be a problem. Um, but uh, there's no pressure. And the sportscaster, Joe Buck, who I'm friends with, wrote to me this morning because he's a St. Louis local. 
And he wrote to me and it was the best because I was sitting on my front porch with my notebooks out, listening to Mulaney with Marion there looking at me, wanting to go for a walk. And I'm like, I can't walk. You have to work. And I was like stressing out about the show tonight. And he texted me, good luck and have fun tonight. Everything you've ever worked for is on the line. And he like nailed it because he knows I overthink things. And I was like, thank you so much for reminding me it doesn't matter. I know I'm performing in the Galleria next to a Build-A-Bear. And that was, that's nice to remember because it is true. That's where I'm performing tonight is in the mall that I grew up going to and shoplifting from Abercrombie from. I didn't do it, my friends did it. I did not. Andrew Collin is here as he was briefly before, but now you're back and uh, really able to talk. Let it loose. You got the yellow hat on again. How's it going, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I got the cool yellow TikTok hat on. TikTok um, hat. What does that mean? I've been watching TikTok uh, way too much. Um, I'm absolutely obsessed. I know. Uh, when I get into a wormhole with it, that's all I want to talk about. And it's like the only world I think exists. And when you're not watching it, dude, you don't think you don't even know it's there. Yeah, I shouldn't be watching this. I downloaded a book, you know, I, I mm-hmm. should be reading a book. The easy way to stop watching TikTok? Why can't they just write books and TikToks? You know? Uh, they kind of do sometimes. Like sometimes I feel like I read so much on different things that I'm like, oh, I read a book today. Actually, when you read on your phone, it's like reading on a TikTok. Because, especially when you make the letters, you know how you can make the letters Yeah, gigantic? that's what I do. That's how I read. <laughs> I'm reading a romance novel now. And it's like uh, tr- truly like three words a page. And you can read so fast. But you have like 3 million pages. You're like... (laughs) It is. It's so many pages. And you have no concept of where you are in the book. And there's no way to feel like accomplished in any way. That's like... It feels so good when you're like deep into a book and you get to like show... Like put a bookmark in or like leave it laying flat on your, you know, lounge chair. You know, when you splay it out and you're like, I read so much. Are you frozen or are you just like gazing at me? Frozen oh my god! It's, you were frozen. It looked like you were just gazing at me. Oh, well, you know how I love to gaze you. <laughs> no, um, you, when you're reading a book, you can always just show up how much you've read. Yeah, and like but when as you a read kid, on your phone, you people don't know. As a kid too, you'd be like, "You got to finish two chapters." I haven't figured out I was reading a chapter since. Oh, yeah. Chapters are not. There should be no chapter. There doesn't. There's no need for a chapter anymore. Uh, no, I like a good chapter because it makes you feel like, okay, I'm going to get to this chapter and then I'm going to like do something else. And it's like a little, you can finish little things along the way, little yeah. achievements, little rest stops. I know. But a chapter book, remember when chapter books became like, I read a chapter book. Like that's different yeah. than just like a book. Yeah, dude. I remember being like, you got to finish three chapters before you can, you know, watch me shower naked. My mom used to say. Oh my God. <laughs> what an incentive. That's why you never learned to read. <laughs> um, uh, how are you today? I, I'm good. I'm way Wait, what's better. What's the TikTok thing? Are you suffering because of watching too much TikTok? No, no, no. I just feel like it's not, it, it's, it's mental um, numbing out. It, it, it's the dumbest possible thing you can watch it just started making me feel bad about myself like everyone on there was too pretty and had these lives that are just so like you can it's almost like instagram but live action so you're like fuck it's real because they're actually moving and they look this hot they, they couldn't do cgi on this like 
and everyone's in a cute relationship and have cute, you know, parents and they're all in high school. I know. I can't be watching it. It's also it feels it doesn't feel I love right. High school. Oh. I should never scroll to figure out if someone is 18. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh yeah, you shouldn't have to do that. No. I'm not saying 18, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. to scroll. She's an adult. Let me scroll. Nope, not an adult. And that took 15. Yes. That's so. <laughs> Listen, I get it. I, I The other night I was watching something and this kid was so cute. I was watching it with my parents and I was like, he is so adorable. My mom was like, I think he's a child. And I'm like, are you sure? I think he's at least eight. That guy is definitely 18. And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I got to stop. Like, I don't know if it's me just being a creep or like I, I just feel like I'm 18 now. So I think that that's what I'm attracted to because I live at home and I'm just feeling like I dress like I'm 18. I mean, I went to this, um, the Black Lives Matter protest in my neighborhood and I was dressed exactly like all these high school girls, like the same outfits, the same. And I, but I have like the posture of a 36 year old. So I just have like, you know, just like saggier skin, but like still wearing like Lululemons, like all these 17 year olds who are just like bopping around and like saying hi to their teachers. Mr. Patcher, uh... <laughs> Mr. Patcher. They all like circled this one teacher. Cause it's like so fun to see your teacher out of context, you know? It's the best. And these hot girls are all like, we love you. I wish I could hug you. And I'm like, Mr. Patcher is going to remember this for later or maybe not. It's uh, it's how many outfits did you lay out for the protest? Oh, I did it. I mean, I was a little bit like, I don't have any Black Lives Matter outfit, you know, like I don't have any shirts that say like, you know, defund the police or George Floyd. Like uh, Brad Pitt showed up at one of the protests in LA and he had a sweatshirt that said George Floyd on it. That was like really cool and like aged. Like it looked like it was like, he had someone actually try to distress it, you know, to look cooler. And I'm like, okay, so this guy waited till he had a cool sweatshirt before he got out there. Like that delayed him getting out there. You know what I mean? Literally, he made his sweatshirt look like a guy was struggling with the cops. Like he had That's what they did with it. That's how they distress shirts is they put them on black men. And then they have them go for an evening jog in their neighborhood. It's so real. It's vintage. It's like new vintage. So fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. But um, but I was just like, that's funny that he had to call someone and be like, I need a George Floyd sweatshirt. And they, you know, they're not gonna just go to, you know, um, just some like shitty website and put George Floyd's name on it. Like he had to get a cool one. Yeah, and I'm sure he was like gonna put like an Amard Arbery. Like he's like, no, 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 no. That was last week. Well, he's cool. I know he knew what he wanted, but I, I'm he definitely made a choice to look as cool as possible. So I didn't have any, anything to wear. So I wore, um, I have a shirt with a porn star on it. That looks pretty cool. And it says super bad on the top. And I thought it just looked like it's black too. And I felt like you should wear black and the woman is white, but she also, um, I don't know. It just, I, it wasn't a statement. It was just like the only shirt. And then the next protest I went to, I wore, um, one that said 1989 and it's a Taylor Swift shirt. And I just, I, I was, <laughs> I, it was the only other black shirt I had too, and and I bet that's the number of black people that were killed. What's the last month by police uh, just, or something? What? Yeah, I'm not making. Yeah, a everyone's joke. like wondering what the reference. 
Like what's 1989? Um, have you heard the album? Like, and it's five years after the year I was born, so it kind of looks like I'm trying to be like, I was born in 1989, and it's like no. But I did run into one of the most popular girls from my school at the, the like from my high school, who actually ended up being like kind of stealing my best friend, or at least I saw it that way because my my best friend Kirsten went and was became popular the last year of school or the last year of high school, and like kind of left me and my dork friends behind and this was the girl that like took my best friend but we're cool now but she like was like hey nikki and i was like oh oh hey jessica and she has like a beautiful family and she looks so cute and she's like cool taylor swift shirt and i was like oh my god she busted me and i'm like with my mom and she totally knew but i think it was because she was a swifty so i didn't feel so bad yeah i mean look you're you're swifty first protester second it's always it that's the always only the- black shirt i had yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't wear like, I always, I sometimes feel like some of these girls, it's like when they pick out those outfits for Coachella and they're just like these, like, like, like people have like hot protest wear, you know? Oh, it's like, I can't believe a blog didn't come out with like how to look cute <laughs> and how to make your sign match your outfit. <laughs> Oh my God. And, so and I was thinking because I'm a basic bitch, I was like holding these signs is like actually good, like Pilates. Like it's like bar. Cause you're like, especially if you're doing like a jabbing motion, like, you know, no justice, no peace. Like you do a bar workout and then you switch. It honestly is a good arm workout. I was yeah, thinking yeah. how have these, you know, this is like an onion article thing, but it, uh, someone had a, gr- um, my friend Kir- Kirsten made a hilarious joke today on our group text, the one I was just talking about that was stolen from me. We're going to Arkansas next month, renting a cabin in in the woods with me and all my best friends um, and my sister. Um, And one of them can't, can't go. And she's like, Oh my God, if I can't, if I can't go, because her friend's mom is immunocompromised or her girlfriend's mom or her, sorry, she's non-binary, her partner's mom. Yeah. Yes. Right. We've met them before. Yeah. This. And they go by they. Yeah. Yeah. They go by they. That's how you they say are it. They are they. They, they. Yeah. But um, so anyway, she said, if I can't go, I might die of jealousy. And then my friend wrote this morning, I can see the Onion article now. Local woman dies of extreme jealousy after girlfriends take K-Lake Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good Onion article. It is a good Onion article. It's also, uh-huh. yeah, there's... I mean, doing a protest workout is so to put like maybe like a young black child on your shoulders to show that you care. But while you're doing squats, it's like I think you're I think you're doing just squats. Oh my god, dude! Because <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, we're only human, and there's things that come, like this. It's to, it's not a totally unselfish thing. People find ways to make yes. it about them. Well, that's and, the thing with it because someone will go, that girl is doing it. She t- did it for a photo. Sh- There's like a big thing now. Oh, right. Like, yes. Those girls that just like step out into the protest and like put out a leg <laughs> and pose with the protesters as their background. Yeah. Every celebrity, if you go on any Instagram, they're like, here's me. And we were talking about it and my million followers behind. Like, it's just funny that it's like, oh, that girl's doing it, but I'm not doing it because I'm just taking it on my 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 girlfriend's taking it real quick, or my guy friend's taking it real quick on his cell phone. It's not like it's not yeah. set up. 
Yeah, it's but, not this that one girl who grabbed a drill to pretend like she was. <laughs> I want to catch. I mean, that was pretty bad. It was, but I want to. I want to catch everyone who's had a moment like that where they like set girls setting up the shots. Is that's what I want to watch videos of? Is people around behind the scenes? Like that's what I love when I watch you. Like when I see your pictures on Instagram, I just want to know who you asked to hold it. Like how you went and post. I mean, I've d- I've done it with you, so I know the process. Last night was really fun watching you um, do your date show. I really liked the. Uh, how you start you show up and watch andrew live live uh speed date monday wednesdays and fridays at 11 p.m eastern and you started with a picture of yourself like hairless from high school college yeah Co- college and i'm hairless you- i'm completely hairless i'm in it's probably best one of the best shapes i've been in i'm flexing I just want the women to know it's time to party, you know? Like, we're right. not here the women to talk about it. politics. We're not here to talk about COVID. We're here to get down. And, and then date. you come into the frame and you dance sexually and, like, hump the wall. It's really funny. Um, and uh, but my dad, we were watching it on the big screen like we always do as a fam. And my dad was like, "What? he's obsessed with the, the hair. He always talks about me being hairless. He really is obsessed with this because you were like, I shaved myself. I didn't realize you had shaved your body in college. Did you tell anyone you did that? Did you have a friend help you? No, first of all, when you shave your body in college as a guy, you have most guys, your chest hair, you just have a, a, a small chest hair in the middle. A ball and of your, it? And, and your happy trail. That's, mm-hmm. It's very quick. It's, it's two swipes. Oh, and okay. Then, yeah, and then throughout college, it becomes five swipes. And then when you're my age, oh. it's about 30, 45 swipes, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah. But you, but you don't like being hairy. Um, it turns me on. I'm more turned on by myself when I'm hairless. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I've I, talked you can turn yourself on. When I shave my pubes and I uh-huh. masturbate, it turns me on because I feel like I have a dick pussy. Because it reminds <laughs> you of like pussy skin. Yeah, I get that. I could see that. I'm not going to shame you for that, even though it's hilarious. But because I get it. It's all just very confusing in skin and just it's it's yeah, it's weird. But um, like it, it doesn't turn me on that. Like I have it's like it's like if right. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It looks like a vagina, like shaved equals women usually. And so you're just picturing like there's something down there that's like shaved. So it looks feminine. And you feel sexier when you're, when you're, let's say you just took a shower. Oh man, every time I shave my vagina, I'm definitely more like in the mood to jerk off. Yeah. And it's just buffing a car. It's like, it's like when you clean your car. I conditioned spotless. my pubes the other day and it honestly made <laughs> my, it made them, I didn't realize you could, could, like, I know it works for your own hair and I use Tresemme, like intense conditioner. <laughs> so it really makes it smooth and straight. Like if I dip yeah. my hair in that, it really is good. Like my head hair, <laughs> but then I did it to my vagina hair, which I'd never thought to do. Like I've never conditioned my hair down there and it was like so smooth. And I think I like, like it better than almost nothing like nothing it's like it does it, it it's not like my eye i could probably condition my eyebrows now that i think of it because my eyebrows and my puss hair are like probably the same yeah but then you'll finger your eyes until you cry the problem with <laughs> the problem with uh 
Yeah, you're not supposed to touch your eyes right now. Um, the problem with having pussy hair is that if you want a guy to go down on you and not be totally grossed out, you have to shave the undercarriage. But once I start shaving the undercarriage, then I just get to the top and I do the whole thing because it's hard to just cut it off. Where do you cut it off? At the I mean, clit? Above your clit? At the eyebrow. Um, I mean, no, I, I, every I, yeah, girl on porn has like it, it buzzed. So it's not like long. It's just buzzed. And, that, and that's supposed to be like a bush. But that ain't a bush, baby. Look, I feel like a lot of guys would agree that it's about the undercarriage. We don't really care what's on top right. as much. But to your point, a condition, the core, it's when a hair is coarse. It's like a dog when a dog has coarse hair. hair. Yeah, it's not as it's good. Like, Wiley has coarse hair, and I think that's why I don't like him as much. Hubert, is my dog yeah. right here, has coarse skin. It's, it's close, coarse but skin? it's not. Or, or coarse hair. And yeah. I think... I don't know what it is, but uh, it yeah, makes we you not like- want to pet them. It makes you feel like your hand is dirty afterwards. It's like p- petting a, a old broom is how you, it yeah. feels like petting Wiley. I don't like it as much as like a soft golden lab that's like well shampooed. You want to yeah. get in there. You want to get in there. You want to eat it. You want to eat. You want. You want. Yeah. Eat okay. The, you can eat. I'll eat maybe the I'll soap. start straightening it with a uh, my my iron. Yeah, I give think, it a nice yeah, bend. Do a little like butt cut. Yeah, I got, I, I got to like, but the thing is, every time I think that I might get some action, I, I do it all right. And then it, it growing in, it hurts so bad and it feels, and it gets irritated because it grows back and it rubs against each other, like in your butt. And so it's just like, it's not worth it if you're not, if it's not going to happen. But my biggest fear is that I will want to get some ass and then I can't because my ass is hairy. And not that's my your, ass ass, like my ass. That's your biggest ass. fear? Um, <laughs> kind of. I'm really not scared of anything else right now, except doing stand-up comedy at a fucking mall tonight. It is true, though, like, about, like, we are meant to be the... If, if humans just grew everything, we are fucking animals. Yeah, Like, dude. bro, if I didn't... Uh, my beard would be here. My hair would, I, I would look so ridiculous. I'd yeah. be a caveman. I'd be a caveman. I yeah, really your beard would be, you'd look like David Letterman. Longer. David Letterman's, uh-huh. It'd be longer. It'd be, if but we you never would find a way as a caveman to cut it off. Like they had to have come up with ways to get it off. I'm just saying naturally, like if we were, if we didn't change anything, we would be absolute animals. I agree with you. Andrew Collin, thank you for being here on the podcast Oh, b- today. oh by the way, you're going to do great oh, yeah. tonight. What? And uh, you're going to do great tonight. Um, it's uh, Thanks, it's bro. crazy. I wish you were there. I really wish you were there. Um, you're going to be in Nashville October 9th, 10th, and 11th. We've added – or October. Uh, sorry, July 9th, 10th, and 11th in at Zany's Nashville. We just added a show on the 9th, so um, come to that. I think tickets are still available for the other ones. I'm also on Andrew's podcast, Puddles with Andrew Collin, a uh, fresh episode that just came out last night. Go check it out. It was hilarious. So much fun. Are people digging it? Yeah, people people love it. I mean, it was... Uh, you could really tell when people are excited because I do like a premiere thing the night before. Mm-hmm. And so you can watch it like quasi-live. Oh, nice. And usually it's like, you know, 50, 60 people. And last night was like 250 people like watching it right when it came out. So like, Oh, wow. 
I think people are excited to hear us talk to each other because we forget that they heard us talk to each other almost two times a week for a year and a half. And on our Instagrams constantly. I mean, we yeah. were practically like, we were working together every single day. It, was, it would be weird if I went two days without seeing you. And now it's been, you know, four months. I know. And uh, I'm excited to go back on the road and it's going to be, uh, I, I mean, it's going to be exhilarating. I'm excited. And I hope you kill tonight. You're going to do great. And Thanks, man. Uh, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no pressure because you're not supposed to be great because you took off four months. I know, but people are paying a lot of money. So, but th- I'll give them a good show. We'll have fun. Um, or we'll all get COVID. Uh, Andrew, thank you for being here. Talk to you soon. Thanks for having squirt, me. Squirt, squirt. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> this has been a Comedy Central podcast.